Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Six Minutes to You by David and Sarah What was I getting myself into? It was Friday night and Route 3 traffic was atrocious. Crashes and breakdowns filled the extra hour I gave myself to travel. When I pulled into the sports pub, it was shortly before 7 o'clock. I had made it just in time. Inside the pub, hip-hop throbbed in my stomach as it echoed over the speakers. Fancy lights flashed about the darkened room and muddled conversations filled the air as drinkers and drunks milled about. How could they choose a place like this for six-minute speed dating? Years of being the primary caregiver for my mother had taken a toll on my personal life, so I was here to do something for me. I was going on a date, many dates in fact. I would use this time to practice talking to women, work on my social skills, be myself. I would probably never see any of these women again, I figured, so what did it matter? A sign directed the speed daters to an elevated room high over the main floor. I choked back the nerves and climbed the stairs to the upper room. A small group of people, supposedly ages 45 to 59, socialized around the appetizer table. After 15 minutes, the facilitators called for everyone's attention and gave us our instructions. They issued clipboards so we could document first impressions, deal breakers, and the like. We were broken into pairs and assigned to one of ten tables or couches. After six minutes, they would ring a bell. The women remained seated. The men move on to the next dater, working their way around the room. After the speed date, all participants were instructed to go online and to vote. If you and the other person each say yes, your follow-up date would take place in a secure online chat room. Sounded simple enough. The bell rang. I was ready. Ten women, six minutes at a time. Six minutes at one table, six at the next. I started at a table with a woman wearing a tuxedo. She never brought up what she was wearing, and I never asked. After asking another woman what she did for fun, she droned on for the next six minutes about her grandson's baseball games and her granddaughter's soccer games. And what about the one with personal space issues? Well, when the music started again downstairs, I slid closer to her so we could hear each other. The woman shrieked and threw herself into the arm of the couch, the only thing keeping her from crashing to the floor. That's the way my night was going. Then I reached the tenth table, the last table, and Ellen, a blonde with sparkling blue eyes. She wore a casual, flattering, long blue dress with a delicate floral print, her smile shining with intoxicating brilliance. Conversation began. Connections were made. We were both the same age, both musicians, worked as trainers. The list went on. 
When the bell rang, the speed date was over, and they collected the clipboards. Ellen and I moved to the corner of the upper room and kept talking. I suggested if a question came to mind, we should ask. Ellen agreed. When I wondered if she was in debt, Ellen playfully slapped my arm and said, I should have asked you that. She had two children from a previous marriage, so I asked if she was divorced or separated. When they closed the upper room, we went outside and walked around the building. The ease of communication was encouraging. I even told Ellen that I was my mother's primary caregiver, and she did not run away screaming. This woman was exceptional. She listened carefully and fed her curiosity with questions. I asked about her life, passions, hopes, and dreams. Ellen responded from the heart, without hesitation. Two and a half hours later, our six-minute speed date ended. I told Ellen I would love to see her again, but I was leaving the country the next day for work. She laughed, thinking I was joking. But it was true. Ellen wrote her email address on a piece of paper and slipped it into my hand. Write me, she said with a smile. We hugged. We said our goodbyes. As Ellen drove away, my mind raced with future possibilities. The house was dark when I got home. As I passed Mom's door, she called to me, asking about my evening. I told her that I had met the woman I was going to marry. I emailed Ellen that night, again when I was in Canada, again and again. The facilitators of the six-minute speed date said it was for fun and we should not expect to meet the love of our lives. They were wrong. Copyright 2023, David and Sarah. David and Sarah and his wife, Ellen Titus, recently celebrated their 13th wedding anniversary. They enjoy life on Hilton Head Island in South Carolina with their dog, Mindy. David's most recent work appears in the personal story publishing project release, Twists and Turns. He is a member of the Island Writers Network and works at the local Unitarian Church. David's first novel, a speculative thriller titled In Your Own Backyard, is currently being queried to agents. He is also a musician who has written over 400 songs, most being about his life. Visit davidandsarah.weebly.com. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.